Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Let's meet our players. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm playing Trather Wimblin, a human fighter. Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm going to be playing John Abermere, a crimson-born human. Peter, Bertrand Greystone, Dwarven Forge Cleric. William R. Ericocro Magi. Daniel, I am playing Vatten. I am a half-elf ranger. Hi, my name is Ben, and I am Twig, or Shem. I am a rogue bard and a, a goliath. We hope you enjoy our episode. Anyone who's looking towards the cart sees a dwarf gentleman very sheepishly try and hide something. Hey, hey, what you okay, got over first, Fatten 100% sees that. Second, I will nudge John and just say, do you know detect magic? Because that seems like the easiest way to track a magical object is to know that an object's magical. Like, that's the easiest thing to track is an object that's magical, right? Right? Somebody? Did, yeah. yeah that, that's I, a joke. Yeah, I don't actually know if John has to take magic or not. Um, uh, sorry, probably does. I'm a cleric left, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, a cleric probably I do have to take magic. Okay. Um, so, yes, also, you do also, see... I, I can just, like... Hang on. Thinking thoughts. I I can casually just like look around and I can just try a sleight of hand to just like pull up whatever he was hiding. Uh let, let's lead with maybe the detect magic first. I mean, you guys certainly know he has something. I mean, you sure seen we could thing. we could do that, but How I mean, long how long does a ritual cast take? I think an hour. Usually. Oh gosh! Yeah, let's just use a spell slot for that. I'm oh. gonna do detect magic. Okay. Um. Yes. Yeah, you do. There's a very magical thing. Yeah, there is. Um. You <clears throat> do note this is not. Uh, it does seem to radiate from roughly where or, or where um uh dwarf friend is. Okay. This, to your knowledge, is not an aura you've seen before. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. It it sure is magic. But it sure is not some kind you're familiar with. John, would you like to relay this information? Yeah, he's gonna do it really quietly though. Okay, good. Um I mean he hasn't noticed necessarily that you've noticed. Mm -hmm. He knows that you know that he knows that yada yada yada. Um, <laughs> sure. Etc. 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 He appears to try and be very nonchalantly hiding something. Very nonchalantly. Okay. Is that a word? All right. I don't actually well, know. Yes, with okay. great chalant. Yes. Much chalant, many wows. Um, he Good sure one. does have a thing. All right, so uh, Vatten is... Once again, just going to generally look around the cart very casually. And then I would be fine with rolling a sleight of hand just to pull out this trinket from whatever he's chalantly holding. Um, can John help by, like, trying to talk to the group about the golem and stuff like oh, that? Oh, yes. Please direct their attention properly. Yeah. Uh, yes. That. Yeah. So, yeah, John, if you want to um, have a talk on golems, well, welcome to John's TED Talk. Welcome to my TED Talk. On golems. Um, These uh, are the some magical rooms. Early Judaism in the Talmud. Adam was created as a golem, etc. Et All right, that was a 14 sleight of hand. You hold a thing now. 
and I'm uh, gonna hold this. All right. Um, what first? What does it look like um, before I announce so, what I've? So done. what you have is a really, really, and I mean like, you've seen that and seen some old things, some old cities, some you know, old structures like hundreds of years old. Yeah, and I, I, you know, you, former you know bandit would have an idea of valuable things when I see them. Sure, valuable things, things of this sure does look like nothing you've ever seen before. Um, it is some kind of amulet slash wearable pendant necklace thing. Probably. Um, it is made of stone. It glows orange like the runes on the golem do. And um, uh, when I say old, I mean like real old. Like. Five digit age number? Four. Certainly. Four digit age number. That's that's pretty old as far as old goes and history yeah. goes in Even general. I'll agree that that's old. C certain, certainly um, for a for a something that was clearly made. Okay, yeah. so so I'm I'm I'm, I'm just holding it and looking at it because I just slight yeah. of handed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I identify as a domain spell. Okay. So if you let me, I can probably figure out what this thing is. Well, that that's all right. I'll just hang on to it for now, and then uh, I'll just turn around and casually hold it out and say, you mean this? Uh, and he, show it to everybody. He looks very confused because he was definitely hiding that a second ago. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure he was. Uh, oh. Uh, mm. we got Listen, I have, I have a lot of skills and I try to use them for good. But what <laughs> is this? Right because He's not kidding. <laughs> this, this absolutely is what they're looking for. That's nonsense. It's a dwarven relic. It Far sure is. You are. While they're arguing, I'm casting identify on this thing. Oh, good. I'm going to hold it very still for the, uh, what does it take, like 10 minutes to cast identify? One minute. Oh, that is, that is a ritual. One minute. <laughs> One minute. Oh, that's fine. I can talk for a whole minute. That's great. Can, we we can just we can just assume that I talk yeah, for a whole fine. minute. We don't have to actually okay. do that to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, Peter. Yeah, what Bertrand sees is yes, um, a very ancient, handcrafted amulet, uh, made of a very unusual stone. That as a dwarf, you should definitely know what it is, but have no clue. And and just in, in the meanwhile, I'm also going to keep an ear out for any whistling sounds of some <laughs> quickly falling objects. Right, right, right. Trather's largely uh, watching the skies at this point. Probably staring directly at the, the sun. <laughs> just, I see something uh, bright. There it is. <laughs> Um, it is certainly magic-y. I don't know what that's made out of, and I'm a dwarf. Do you have any idea how hard it is to stump us with stone? I mean, often we take your stone-cunning skills for granite. Hey, there it was. <laughs> I think that's our first pun tonight. That's good. Hard, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. All right. Um, hey, I've been in my family right. for... Uh, I know. I, we were slated for that one. Ah, there it was. <laughs> It's been in my family for generations. No one knows I'll say generations to a dwarf. And that's saying maybe something. Be out of your family for generations because that's probably what's bringing the golems here. I'm so not saying that we get rid of it, but I'm saying we should know what it is and know how they're tracking it yeah, at the very what, least. What changed? Because if this thing has been in your family for generations, and I believe you because this thing is old. What has changed where all of a sudden things are literally dropping out of the sky looking for it now? What's it's different? Something has to have happened. It's not the first time. 
All right, why don't you fill me in? Right, when was oh. the last time? 117 I'm years ago. Go ahead and roll insight on this guy right now, yeah, go for just it. in case. <laughs> 107 years ago? I, I made that. I, yeah, 107 years ago. I, I so, wish I was a wizard so I could Michael. have some excuse to have a history roll right now, but I uh, Peter, have you're none. pretty certain he wasn't alive then. Okay. Uh, so, okay, so 22 inside. Young, you do believe him. Wait, are he, D rolls the consistent? Like, that's a young dwarf then. Fairly. Okay. It's a fairly young dwarf. Um... I'm guessing Bertrand's probably about, I don't know, 215 or so. This is a, a young man, like a very young man in, in so, dwarf terms. You do I, I will at the least looking at a dwarven teenager. Gotcha. I, Close. I will at least look at Vatten and just go, that ring any bells? Yeah. I mean, it's dwarven history. I'm a dwarf. Yeah. I, you that's, know. A, that's a 16 for history. That's not uh, unreasonable. I mean, there are a lot of dwarven tribes that have been in this area. Um, you do believe him. He is. You do believe he is telling you the truth. It is a family heirloom. Something sure did happen a long time ago. He's fairly certain of it, even if he wasn't alive then. Okay, so help me connect the dots here, my friend. What is going on? Along with my <clears throat> grandmother. The amulet did. She left it for me. Okay. I don't know where she got it. And we want to help you, and we won't... I'm, we're not trying to take it from you. We're just trying to help. So yeah. what can you tell us that can help this? Yeah, because, like, we can probably fight off a couple of those things coming out of the sky like we did with that one over there. Pointing and if, I, if I know what I'm looking for, I can at least put a couple arrows in them in the air. They came, but they came if in. Keep coming. <laughs> we need to do something about that. I'm going to need more arrows. Best I can tell. She never told me this. I read it in, in the book she left. She found it when she was a child. Three, four hundred years before I was born. All right. On one of those. On the golem. One of them, yes. Fell from the sky. It, not like that one. Fell. Hmm. She kept it. She's had it for literal centuries. So the reason why I don't recognize this rock is it's probably not from this world then. You're correct. A sky rock. Huh. Out of character. What if we just throw it real hard? <laughs> <laughs> just throw a rock just at the back. I just tie it to an arrow and shoot straight up get the world fastball champion and just like cast all the enhance abilities on him at once do the do the peasant rail gun that's what exactly yeah. what i was thinking ah, about, actually the jumpomancer makes his return <laughs> shot put just there we go it's like a nice cliff going up where you get your nice incline and just peasant rail gun it right up off the... <laughs> so it's actually tangential to the rotation of the planet. Uh, so you sure do have a thing, uh, and you sure do have some new friends. And by new friends, I'm not talking about the ones on the ground here with you. Uh, you see several things making entry. So I hear that whistling noise. Oh, boy. Uh, and and much like he said at one point... Um, 
where the one crashed, this isn't a crash. So that Pardon? is what a group of them is called now in my head. Oh, a group of them is now called a crash, like rhinoceros? It's, yeah, it's like a, it's a crash of yeah. golems. All right. Um, Whip. We have to give it back to them. Ooh. I mean... Who's problem? holding it right now? Then. Well, that would be me. That's still me. You know, no, it's me. It's that's definitely me holding that. All right. What if you just threw it in the middle of them, like right there? I and they haven't hit the ground yet. Said we weren't trying to take it from Sir Dwarf. Well, I think we should because they uh... want it. It's theirs. It came from them. Did we actually read what those runes said, or did did we just not? Uh... Because the runes could say, capture the stone, kill everyone. <laughs> smash everything smashable, leave the planet a lifeless husk. Yes, yeah. break, break, smashy, smashy, take stone, a... smash, break. <laughs> smash, smash. Uh, they, gruel smash. Um, they aren't <laughs> in a language you understand. For what it's worth, I wouldn't play this in gruel. There's not enough ramp to justify seven drops. Moving on. Um there there definitely is though that's never mind i'm gonna stop um <laughs> like does the rock look like it would be part of like a shoulder or an arm of one of the golems maybe like a like a like a hip joint like it sure could fit into a socket of some kind maybe the knee stones connected dun, dun, to the dun, leg dun, stone dun. right leg dun, stones dun, connected dun, to the dun, dun. okay right Sorry. That sure would be a thing. Uh, initiative. Okay. I, I'm going to let you move all of the travelers out of the way. Hold on. So that they're not in, you know, path yeah, of, of could, imminent I mean, danger. It's, it's reasonable that we could have heard the whistle and I would have directed them to move out of the way first. I rolled a zero on initiative, listeners. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that sure was a time that happened. Peter was just like looking at the stone, just going, "Ooh, pretty rock." It's like rock, I can't believe rock. I've never seen this before. This is from another world. This is oh, oh, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Rocks in space. <laughs> okay, uh, John, you okay. sure do oh, have? Oh, really? I yeah. did roll a twenty. You didn't did roll I? a okay. twenty. You um, sure do have four new golem friends. Listen, they're going to make some bold moves. You just need to be bolder. There it was. I knew that was going somewhere. Um, let's do... That rocks. Hey. Um, chromatic orb. Drop the gravel. Which is... Hang on. That's all right. Just give us the clips notes. Range spell attack. Chromatic orb. Whoa. That's, that's fair. Wait, was that to hit or was that damage? That's to hit. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, oh. uh sorry, I didn't specify which one. Uh this one. Yes. Okay. Glowy thing. Um what? Hang on, hold up, hang on, hold up, hang on, hold up. So for for our listeners. Oh uh, yeah, it is three D eight. A number a number sixteen just popped up and below it the text that just says Whatever I want. It's whatever kind of damage I want. Oh, okay. oh, I do whatever? what I want because it's chromatic orb. Okay. Uh, so, I do. Not can fire. I do cold? That's fine. 
want to do cold that's, damage. That's fair. Uh, it seems to hit harder than you expected it to. Oh. Uh, Daniel. I'm going to shoot that one. So okay. The one probably closest to me. Okay. The one to the left. Yes. I'm going to shoot old lefty. Uh, all right. This is a plus one longbow. I remember that. All right, so I'm going to roll some dice. Okay, so that's... Uh, I rolled an 11 for my first shot, which I'm going to assume misses. That is correct, sir. And my second shot's a 10. Also no. Okay, well... Uh, miss, miss golem against time. the rock golem. Uh, Trather. Yep. Uh... The guy just move up on me? Yeah, he did. All right. Well, I'll take a attack of opportunity on him then. Oh, you have extended range now. That's right. Uh, well, I mean, I don't really need to use that, but well, how are you taking it otherwise? Uh, the sentinel feet. Oh, right, dead thing. I forgot about that. Yes, go ahead. Tally ho. Uh, yep. So. Oh, that's not going to hit. No. No, sir. Um, does A... Yeah, 11 doesn't hit you at all. No, not really, no. Okay. Uh, do you get more than one attack of opportunity a turn? I do not. That was my reaction. Okay. Um, how do we feel about... How do we feel about another 11? I mean, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in... Your lack of creativity? Okay, fair. That's reasonable. <laughs> That's hurtful but accurate. Oh, creative guys. Oh of all the prime numbers, I am fond of eleven, but okay, you know, wait, I think I'll vary me, it up a little. Nineteen for me, if I can. But you know, let me let me change dice. I like seventeen, <laughs> but <laughs> okay. Wait, new dice. Who does? How's a twenty-three do? Uh, that does barely hit. <laughs> That's what is disconcerting. Rather... All right. <laughs> <laughs> the last golem runs up and slams into you. You take nine. Alrighty. Grant, seriously, this is for spellcasting later. What is Trether's AC? 20. Okay. <laughs> We're fine. Oh my gosh. We're frosty. Everybody's okay. Um. Hey, look, it's Trether's turn. You made friends. I sure did. Lots of them. Uh... Boy, I really wish I'd taken any of those, uh, you know, maneuvers that let me hit multiple things. That would have been intelligent of me. Meh. Unnecessary. Right. I'm going to go ahead and try and attack. Uh, let's see. Is, is one of these uh, hurt? Uh, yes. This bottom right one. Cool. I'll, I'm going to smack that one. Doesn't looks a lot worse. I'm going to hit him real hard. Or at least very accurate. Real, real hard. Roll that damage. All right. Here we go. So it's uh, only four damage, sadly. That is unfortunate. Okay. Uh, but. Unfortunate. Ah. <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, there it is. Yep. It took wow. me a second. I'm marbling at your wit. Uh, and I'm going to um, also use the distracting strike. Okay. On him for another four damage and. Um, the next attack roll by someone other than me against it has advantage. 
Okay. Uh, so I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, how do you put the little thing? There we go. So the one with the little red dot, you have advantage on next time. Yeah. Oh, that's really handy. Isn't it? I didn't know you could do that. do that. Okay, we're good. Because I, I noticed Grant had done it for Trasher. <laughs> My other game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember why okay. I did that. Oh, well. Peter. Okay, so first order of business, uh, bonus action, cast Shield of Faith on Trather. Okay. So your AC is now 22. Unfort. And then second order of business is to huck my hand axe at the one that I would get advantage throwing it at. Um, and since it is a thrown weapon, I can use my strength instead of my abysmal dex. Okay. So see how this goes. Doesn't help any. Alas, fair hand axe, I knew thee well with the roll of nine. It just goes screening off. But hey, at least rather's harder to hit now. There is that. Swarmed, that's probably good. Uh, I will also move up here to okay. give something else to split their attacks up among because I've got pretty decent AC myself. So, <clears throat> Ginny, John's turn. I'm going to, I want to, I want to do something stupid. Bring it. Um, I'm always down. Do stupid things. Shock and grasp. Okay. Um, this is probably going to hurt. I mean, hopefully. No, hurt me. Oh, well, yeah, that would be a downer. Uh, I miss, though. I miss. So. Yes, yeah. you do. That's an 11. Daniel. Yep. Do the Vatten things. Okay, so... Oh, the... can John, as a bonus action, yell, Just give them the rock! <laughs> Accepted. Okay. Oh, Vatten has to make a choice now, doesn't he? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, oh dear. Uh, Alright, well, moral quandary time. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna take John's advice, and as a free action, can I just like loop this rock amulet around an arrow? Okay. Sweet. Uh, I'm I'm gonna shoot that golem that I have advantage against with the arrow with the amulet on it. Okay. I so, think the advantage only for the next person that hits him. Yeah. Oh, next person that hits. Oh, wait. Oh, no, wait. Mean... Uh, next next attack roll against the target by an attack at Earthen. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I threw that up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, already used it up. Yeah. Okay. Well. I mean, that's the one you have the clearest shot at anyway. I mean, yes, but also my bow has a range of 150 feet. Oh. So I can just, unless you want to do some parabolic equations, we can just assume that I shoot it 150 feet away and see what happens. So you're going as far as, as far as possible. Yeah, I'm just aiming like 45 degree angle shoot with the amulet on it. Okay, so like way far, slightly off the map. Yes. Okay. Just to see what happens. Like I can keep an eye and kind of like track where the arrow goes. Sure. Because that would be the sort of thing I'm used to doing. So if it doesn't work, I at least know where the amulet is. <clears throat> okay, so you rear back and full send it 
and it launches max distance. And I, I assume that's the end of your turn. Uh, yep. The golems, a side of like, they all look like they're about to hit Trather or Bertrand or John. And then when they see it, like, there's almost something that where like, they just pause for a second and they all turn and look at it. And they all attempt to retreat. Not retreat. They all attempt to fall back and withdraw towards it. Uh, I can only trip up one of them, guys. And I can't even do that. <laughs> I'm just going to look at the, the, the dwarf that we took that from and just say, I'm sorry, we'll get you a new stone. A shinier stone. I We promise. <laughs> it's not worth getting killed over. Uh, okay, so if, do you do anything as they attempt I mean, to withdraw? A... I guess is my first question. Is that directed at everybody? Yes. I don't. I do nothing. Yeah, I unless they look like they're trying to go after like the civilians or something, I'll just let them move back. I used my action. Okay. Uh, Trather, do you do anything? Um, the one that's hurt, I'm going to stop. Uh, okay. And take a you know another attack of opportunity on. Okay, go for it. Five damage. Okay. Um, he seems hampered, but he keeps moving. But he doesn't, because oh, yeah, 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 you stopped him. Yes. So, but the other ones do actually keep moving away. They don't like turn around, just like you hit George, and then, or sorry, <laughs> Chip. Ha <laughs> Something, something, Skylark. For another oddly specific reference. All right. All wow. Right. Yep. Chip Skylark. There you go. My shiny teeth and me, shiny teeth, shiny oh teeth. Gosh. I appreciate that you actually knew one of his songs, because I didn't. <laughs> Very right over my head. Anyway, boy, you, you rifled through an old file in my brain and pulled out a, a dusty manila folder. Yeah, it did. Okay, so the one stays with you. And the other three fall back and take defensive positions around the amulet. And as they do... You see two more things making entry. These are bigger than, than these four. Ma making entry where? Towards the amulet. Okay, good. These not medium size. Oh, oh um, dear. So first, the, the big one lands. Uh, and when it hits, there's like a, a wave of heat and fire that kind of rolls forward when it hits the ground. It doesn't get to you. But, and then a slightly smaller, but still slightly bigger than them makes entry. John, mm -hmm. you notice in its left shoulder, there sure does look like a hole where that might fit. <gasps> uh, and it makes entry and stops. And the other three back up behind it. And the big one steps forward in front of the amulet. And the little ones, little-ish, I guess. Actually, and then you see several more. I won't put them on the map because they're actually smaller than medium size. And Roll20's got square spacing stuff. Three or four of them land, pick up the amulet, and begin to climb the second largest one. All little peblets. Something like that, yes. Um, baby meteorites. And they reinsert it into the golem shoulder. And the entire left 
arm of that golem begins to glow orange. Oh, please be good. Please be good. Please be good. <laughs> uh, the biggest one looks around at the lot of you, and it begins to move towards you. Not necessarily aggressively, but sure does come forward. Oh. Once again, step in front and say, All right. Oh, easy there, Balboa. <laughs> Rocky reference? Okay. Yeah, yep. Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that's okay. This no, is a Balboa? Rocky, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody knows what this is. Hey, <laughs> let's go with that. That's not canonical. Um, in the slightest. <laughs> no, that's Are you sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they do have a name. <laughs> Well, their um, new name is now Balboa. <laughs> 100%. He steps forward, and he mumbles, like, it's a really rough, gravelly sort of sounds <laughs> like words. That was unintentional, I apologize. Um, sorry. Uh, Bertrand, no, that loosely, loosely sounds like ancient dwarf. Loosely. Okay. Um, so loose, gravelly. There you go. Um, very good, Daniel. Uh, I like. I like that. That's nice. When he realizes none of you really seem to be reacting to what he's saying, uh, uh, hmm. I mean, Bertrand you. is giving him that I'm trying to understand you, Locke. But thank you. Of course, anytime. Guiding. John's gonna go over to the like. Is, is this golem here the small one that Trather tripped up? Is that one like he's still not down? down? Okay, he is significantly less hit pointsy right now. Um, um. I mean, I can just catch your wound. Can I press Yeah, I don't know if that works on golems. But I'm, sure. I'm okay with it. Sure. Go for it. Okay. Jenny. Cure wounds or to make them a little shinier. Okay. Repair. Yeah. He he kind of starts to like roll his arms around and like stretch a little bit. The the big one looks at you. We cannot orbit without the guiding stone. Hmm. There was an accident some time ago. The Leading golem fell to your planet. Crashed. And the stone was gone. It allows us to... He makes this, like, circular motion with his finger. Like, around a theoretical sphere. Um. Hmm. I do not know the word. And neither does Vatten. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate, fair. Um, I, uh, unless... an hour who's probably got his nose in a book at this point, <laughs> <laughs> and ours just like, I'll fill you in later. <laughs> have whatever, whatever the wizard version of Sir Isaac Watts is, he's just like buried his no his beak in like a, uh, a calculus textbook. <laughs> I envision him kind of like Milo from uh, Atlantis. Just oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. It's just like, hang on, I'm, I'm, I'm it's looking up somewhere. Arc Arcana Mathematica. We'll talk um, about it later. I believe the word you use is orbit. 
the stone allows us to maintain our place in the stars. Wow. So we thank you. I just imagine like Melee is writing so fast. There's like a little smoke trail coming. Oh, up. yeah, no, 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she said, she's finally had to change notebooks, but she had more than one. Why does it go ding when she reaches the end of a line? I, 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 like, the, I like the idea that like Melee's got like a bandolier of notebooks and then just like these huge like cargo <laughs> pockets on her thighs. And she gets to the end of a journal and just drops it into the pocket like a spent magazine and just grabs another one off and flips it open. And she is the away. Chewbacca of Squires. <laughs> Thank you. I was hoping someone would do that. Um, I just—I've never seen one, seen anyone chamber a journal before. This <laughs> yeah, it's very disconcerting. <laughs> never seen somebody cock a book like that. It's just... Well, I mean, a magazine, sure. Hey, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> to our listeners, I'm sorry. I am not. I'm not... <laughs> Oh, that was like I set it on the T and then just stood back. <laughs> it's like it's like when you're five and they put the baseball on the giant rubber thing and just wait. Limbered up a little bit, smack. Daniel standing in the on deck circle, like swinging three bats at the same time with weights on them. Listen, you tee him up, I'll knock him down. Boom shakalaka. That was a reference to. Different sports game, but never mind. Boom shakalaka. I like how that sounds actually right that the, the I am spat M. That part I didn't get, but that's okay. That's Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just moving swiftly along. <laughs> thank thank you. Um he walks over, picks up the injured golemite, and as a group, the uh, the one that has the amulet in his shoulder. Peter, if that's not the name of an anime somewhere, I'm disappointed. It's <laughs> <laughs> the book that R is reading at the moment. Canea <laughs> Mathematica Cosmologica. It's... I butchered that, but that's fine. What, All right. What was it that um, Newton wrote? It was. Uh, did I say Isaac Watts earlier? Because yes, I meant Isaac Newton. I, I'm. He was not writing hymnals. I'm apologize. <laughs> I. I got my Isaacs mixed up. It's not my fault. Yeah, I got my mixed up on the last Saving the Game episode, so whatever. It's fine. There's a lot of Isaacs. Okay, so there's a lot of like heavily noted <laughs> ones. That's fair. Uh, okay, so they kind of get into a little group, and the one with the rune in it, with the um, amulet in his shoulder forces himself up off the ground, and there's like this blast, and he launches into the sky, and the others just kind of like shove their arms forward and it's almost like they're being pulled by the first one and they attempt to make re-entry or unreentry. they attempt to exit orbit that's the one i wanted thank you that works much better than what i said um that was total nonsense perfect okay yes they attempt to leave um and it takes them a little while but eventually they disappear just loosely up ish. Gonna gonna look at the the dwarf that was trying to hide the thing, and it's like, 
I'm sorry about your stone, but uh, you have to admit this is not a bad outcome. <laughs> I, I think my when grandmother. Your family knew. heirloom starts destroying villages. I mean, hey, it's maybe time for it not to be a family heirloom anymore. Maybe we should just stick to rocks from the ground. I don't think she like ever. Ground. I don't think <laughs> she ever really knew what to do with it. She just didn't want to leave it anywhere. Well, now it's back where it's supposed to be. Aye. Uh the the Jinjai steps forward. Thank thank you. First of all, um we do require one more thing if you will. Our oh. village is unrepairable. Oh, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> Actually, bring <laughs> <laughs> it. Bertrand uh, cracks his knuckles, cracks his neck, cracks his nose, cracks, cracks, cracks his ear, something, cracks, cracks his cracks beard. Somehow, like. Yeah. Oh. The other dwarfs <laughs> smile. Um, Peter, make me a history check oh, with advantage. Alrighty. Mon dice. 18. 18. Okay, you know, maybe a day from here or so, there is an old, and I mean old, old, not like amulet old, but still old, old, dwarven ruin called Dwimrak. It's right. not in good shape, but boy, is that architecture still standing because it's dwarven. It's also not being used right now. How do you all feel about resettling Drimwick? The uh, the dwarf you took the stone from, it's where my grandmother was from. Seems well, only kind appropriate. Of a symmetry to this, then yes. <clears throat> I have not been there since I was a lad, more of a lad, I suppose. Um, um yeah, go ahead. A wee lad, as opposed to so, a not wee lad, because <laughs> he's still pretty wee. Sorry, went Scottish there. That's not my job. That's your job. Um, hey. Ooh, shiny. Oh, hi. Uh, so, what would Bertrand happen to know about, uh, or is there a D&D equivalent of impact diamonds where some sort of thing hits the earth and deposits of graphite turn into diamonds because a giant meteor just hit the earth? Okay, because interesting. it seems like there's a lot of those right now. And if they need money, that seems like a good way to get <laughs> diamonds out of the earth. Something hit the ground heavy, yes. Uh, we do have a surplus of those. feels like maybe a nature roll? I can live... I mean, if he doesn't, maybe a bunch of the other dwarves might know about it. Is it Dungeoneering just... lumped in with nature now? I, I mean, I... Okay, so here's... Dungeoneering's here's... not really a thing. Yeah. Like, do dwarves edition? still have some kind of... Like this is this is something involving natural phenomena acting upon each other. So that seems like that would be it's nature or yeah. And I, there's no geology skill or maybe arcana. I also I have nature. nature. I okay. also have nature. I might have heard about it because you know jewels are still important. Can I make an argument for rolling an advantage because dwarf? Sure. Stone cunning. All right. Rock thing. Yeah, I got nine. Eighteen. Ooh, another eighteen. You think there certainly, if you acted quickly, because this is the kind of thing that is very fragile, in theory, 
you might be have you might have something here maybe not necessarily of a diamond case but of something that's uh valuable if there's a D equivalent of a diamond sure or if there's actual like, diamonds in D &D, i'm not familiar there, there would be but I, I mean more of like a an impact zone like crystallization sure well whatever so like you come when, up with when I'm lava sure. meets water and it sort of oh that's how you make obsidian right which it, well if it's still lava if it's flowing lava then you get cobblestone right <laughs> very good very good thank you for that um that kind of effect where when the two meet something does happen there sure is something here that might have some value to someone who likes expensive looking things or shiny glass type things also that uh you also know dwimrick is I mean, not far I'm from here quick like suggestion this might be a good source of very small amounts of that transparent metal called shane that um bertrand uses to protect the stained glass in his shield i kind of like that because shane doesn't have an origin so maybe it's meteor attacks noted so yes this is where shane comes from all right so and there bertrand sure is a harvestable amount of it here like <laughs> You know, if you pull that out of the ground, it'll probably help cover the reparation and resettling costs. Uh, Bertrand, you're drooling a little. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Bertrand wipes his chin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yes, you guys I've make with the... Or I don't need this. <laughs> you, you guys make with the harvesting. Um, and you get probably 15 pounds of Shane. Cool. That's a lot. It's a pretty sizable chunk. Um, okay, so Daniel, make make yeah. me that sweet, sweet survival roll to lead the group onward to the ruins. Are we in the desert? You are, sir. I get advantage. Roll that advantage. Well, I have to find my survival. All right, there. 18. Okay. Uh, it will take you a day or two because you guys need to camp, but you find a good spot to camp and you certainly could head that direction and it would be probably pretty good. DM, I let this happen. Bueno. So you guys enter a, a very rundown old dwarven ruin. Um, Bertrand almost just look at all the stuff to fix. Yeah. Yeah, Bertrand has like a, a little happy tear and like starts wandering off and I'm grabbing guessing somebody like grabs him by the collar and is like no no yeah I mean at, admittedly it's it has a better foundational start than that deep elf city which when it was built up was built up worse than this, yeah, where this start yes of architecture so just like Bertrand's making grabby hands at old ruins yeah <laughs> Uh, must fix. <laughs> like it's like the little kid clappy thing where it's like very open hand and yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. So I tell you what. So I mean, obviously Bertrand has unlimited mendings, but yep. they want... are unlimited, and yet he will use them all. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> um, I want each of you to pick a skill to do something to help rebuild or help the group or do do something along those lines and then roll that skill with advantage and it's um, up to it's up to each of you what you do i'm or thinking 
I, I think you're going to say do something magic-y. Do also do something magic-y. No, I'm I'm thinking actually Mason's tools here. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a great one for you. I'm going to do survival, and I did not do good at survival. Oh. There's, there's not a lot of things to scavenge around here for uh, natural resources, so good luck, everybody else. Sorry. You do find a small number of, of regrowable plants, then. I uh, found a green thing. <laughs> green thing. Uh, Peter, go ahead. The 26. That's a natural 20. That's a natural 20 on your mason's tools. His enthusiasm is clearly worth something. He casually builds a community center. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's no big thing, you know, just as a little side deal. What's in that cheat code to Warcraft 2 that lets you build buildings instantly? Uh, Trather, what do you want to use the persuasion for? Uh, Trather just sort of ends up leading a crew of people helping and uh, just sort of organizing things as much as actually physically contributing. Okay, okay, sort of a, like a, a foreman. Essentially, yeah. Keep them focused, keep them moving. You yeah, do so notice, as you get to going with this, you, you Trather has a very commanding uh, leader-like presence. It seems that about him personality would make it very amicable foreman. <laughs> you notice Melee has stopped taking notes and is just kind of watching you now. First thing I'll do is make sure to requisition some extra paper for her. <laughs> Presumably very, she has run out. She is close to the end of the second notebook. Um, and she does only carry seven, and this was seven. Ginny, what is the survival for? Um, I was thinking of setting up and this one I I don't know, I, I rolled survival. It could have also been medicine either way. I was okay. thinking of sort of like, uh, I mean, I have the same bonus for either. It doesn't super duper matter. But um, I was thinking sort of like setting up a place for anybody who might be dealing with some sort of injuries to get care. Not necessarily like doing the medicine himself, but okay, okay. Um, definitely setting up that kind of area. Okay. And if Bertrand is busy repairing things i do have a few healing spells so you can tag me out for that that i don't have to make rolls for and i can <laughs> fair enough yeah i, I mean can... if somebody is severely injured bertrand will take time out of his fixing of things to help them without any complaint yeah. but yeah but i i have like you know cure light wounds or, or and melee can watch or help treat because i know she wants to be a cleric so mm. We we can we can definitely support John in this endeavor, since I wasn't uh, yeah. very successful at finding plants. I'll probably find some other way it can be helpful. Okay, good. Um, so you guys are there for about a day and a half, and one of the Jinjai comes up to Trather, um, and she does so sort of at a a moment when like everyone else is kind of off working. Uh -huh. You seek the hawk, yes? Uh, yes. Yes, we absolutely do. Uh, I assume you heard from Bertram? I have people who tell me things. Ah, that's not at all suspiciously vague. I appreciate your honesty. I try. <laughs> with, with anybody else that's like a backhanded compliment but with Trather it is entirely earnest 
That's Trether. Yep, that was Trether dialogue right there. <laughs> I believe we know the same uh, lady with a mace, as it were. You'll have to be somewhat more specific. I've known a large number of women with maces. In fact, there's one over there right now. She's learning how to use it. Hi! <laughs> Daniel's on the list of people not allowed to do Maylie's voice from now on. Uh, <laughs> I played a little Mickey Mouse there. Yeah, it oh did. I believe you know Bethley. We've met. I have worked with her in the past. If oh. you need passage into the city, go back to Greven. Look for an orc named Barrick. He will take you. One moment. Uh, Melly, I'm going to need you to uh, take some notes. She walks over and turns the page towards you. She's already written it down. <clears throat> oh, thank you. Uh, and she points at it. Is this it? Okay, good. That's how it's excellent. Yes, uh, we'll find him. No problem. Good. He will lead you up the mountainside. Oh, he traverses it regularly. Excellent. Well, I uh, appreciate you letting us know. It's very helpful. We appreciate your help here. Well, yes, it's a matter of just, you know, doing doing what we do. Doing what anyone would do, I assume. So it seems. You seem to do it more than anyone else. And it is appreciated. Uh, okay, so you guys spend another day or two kind of helping them round out the thing. Boy, sure, you did turn this into a village real fast, but, you know, Bertrand things. Well, yeah. Dwarf um, things. You have never seen Bertrand so happy. Like, some of you have known him for a long time. You didn't know that dwarves could get this happy. <laughs> or that they had the, the elven ability to not sleep. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, I have to, like, help him actually sleep or he's not going to get his spells yeah. back. Yeah, Bertrand is like singing like hymns and like pounding away on stuff and like <laughs> So so this, this he has a terrible for... singing voice too. It's it's not a great thing. <laughs> like it's a regionally specific one. Yeah. It's like All Mongolian right. throat singing. Yeah. Well, it's actually it's one find of those oddly words... enjoyable. Here here's the thing. Like he, he... Bertrand is is no bard, you know. He's he's not like a trained singer, but the obvious joy probably makes up for the lack of skill a little bit. That is definitely a thing. He's no Ed right. Sheeran. No <laughs> Elvish Ed Sheeran. Elvish Ed Sheeran. Um, so while that's happening, um, I would like to at, at least maybe coordinate with a few of the other um, dwarves. Uh, while we're here and I have some free time to see if there's a way they can help point me out to, or I can uh, look for at least some token of a replacement stone, because I still feel really bad that I took the guy's rock and was like, sure. we won't take this from you. And then, you know, launches it away from him. So maybe they can help point me towards where there's like an ore or something that I can give him some kind of token of a replacement as an apology. Uh, yeah, you do. It, it takes some looking, but you do find something. Um, I mean, it is a dwarven village. Yeah, there is I'm... likely to be some kind of stone of use or value in the area. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, also, 
Bertrand probably won't volunteer this because he's so focused on repairing what's already here. But if you ask him to make something, he'll be happy to. Yeah. I wouldn't ask him to make something, but if I find a stone, I can ask you or someone who's perhaps a gem cutter to to just turn it into a little amulet. So you guys do this for a couple of days, and eventually they thank you. Um, and I think we're going to stop here, actually. Um, but yeah, we will pick up here next time. Um, hopefully with six party members. We'll see if Ben's computer will behave itself next time. Uh, Peter. Yeah. Or, or Grant or Jenny. Any of you, tell me all of the saving the game things. Patreon.com slash saving the game. That is definitely <laughs> an accurate. that one out of the way right now. That's a saving yeah. the game thing. Yeah. Um, we're at stgcast.org. We are a every other week podcast and an every other week blog. And it just alternates between the two of them on Tuesdays. Uh, so there will always be something new there on Tuesdays. We, uh, this is the only actual play that we really do. Um, the the Saving the Game podcast is more of an applied theology and gaming analysis podcast. Uh, so it, it complements this very well, but it's definitely not the same thing. And we tend sometimes towards the literature analysis side. We, we try to... We, <clears throat> generally like gaming analysis and that kind of thing but it's it's more along the lines of collaborative storytelling whatever format that may take yeah we do yeah. get into the psychology and stuff a little bit too we've had people who use uh, gaming as a therapeutic tool on before um we have <clears throat> gone back into like church history and biblical figures and pulled episodes out of that so it's an eclectic mix but yeah that's what we do uh and so it's st gcast.org mm -hmm. and saving the game That's on right. twitter and saving the game on facebook as well and uh fun fact we're now on spotify as well nice yep. yeah That's just not like in the process. last week <clears throat> there's a whole thing to get to do that it's not that hard but it's finally uh, surpassed youtube as the most popular podcasting uh really platform which out there. makes so much that more sense <laughs> like I don't super get the youtube thing for that you're not yeah wrong. me neither it's, it's because it's, it's free seemed logical yeah oh, yeah mm. free and unlimited upload space and uh quality audio streaming oh yeah no, that makes sense that makes a lot of sense actually we got we got to get us a youtubes we have one yeah i need to get on that it. as well frankly huh yeah uh you can find us at cityonahillgaming.com, patreon.com slash cityonahillgaming. Um, shout out to our Patreon, patrons, uh, Joanne, Ashley, and folks at the Nerd of Godcast. Uh, or you can find us on Twitter at cityonahillgame, or wherever you get your podcasts. Unless you can't, in which case, tell me. And I'll try and fix that, because I don't think there's, there's probably something I missed, um, like Spotify. But uh, yeah, we will be back soon. We get some more specials coming. Even that some non-D&D stuff. Um... And yeah, and more of the regular game because we back rolling dice again. Yeah. More of this. There will yep. be more of this <laughs> and puns and vague Ed oh. Sheeran references for no reason. Definitely puns. Can't guarantee the Ed Sheeran. If anything, there will be puns. less of them, probably. But there will still be more vague Nickelodeon references for no reason. So just settle in for that one. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's going to happen. I mean, especially now that Grant has finished watching Avatar, there will probably be there some more that. of that. I need to 
I don't think I ever finished it, but I watched a good amount of it. Good show. So oh, what? It's it's so good. So thank you okay. for listening, and have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at Saving the Game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed Thanks as always to our fine Patreon backers, Joanne, Ashley, and the fine folks over at the Nerd of Godcast. We can be found over at patreon.com slash cityonahillgaming.